Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love at First Psych, a Psych First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Jay Christie, joined as always by the great Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? The great. Okay, someone's feeling very generous. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I wasn't sure. I forgot. I, there was a miscommunication about whether we were doing this episode, but thankfully, I didn't make any plans anyway. Um, doing this episode tonight, I mean. We are going to cover this episode. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to c- cover it by hook or by crook. Exactly. We're talking about Feet Don't Kill Me Now, which is, of course, a reference to the fact this episode is, in some ways, about tap dancing. Now, what is your relationship to tap dancing? Um, not very much. I don't think I've ever seen... What, what's that like? Is it Singing in the Rain? There's like a lot of tap dancing and shit? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different movies, but yes. I, I, I admittedly, as well, have not seen a lot of the classic musicals with tap dancing in them. Um, yeah, I remember there was like a video for, I want to say, It's All About the Benjamins? It's a remix with Savion Glover has like a whole tap dance section, which we yes. get a reference yeah. to in this yes. uh, thing. But and now, that's about it. Yeah. this episode is clearly born out of the fact that Dulé Hill is like a classically trained tap classically. dancer, as you can tell. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and so they clearly were just like, let's do an episode where he tap dances, which I always think is like pretty. That's always the thing I like about television, but I feel like they don't do as much anymore. Um, that. Uh, they would just build television episodes around a thing that the actor was good at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that they built that in. I mean, I don't know what else, what other, like what's something, what's something comparable that you know about? Um, let me think. Um, like if someone was like a really good painter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Give me one second. I, I definitely can think about it. It's just hard to, uh, in all of TV. Um, Crap! How am I completely drawing a blank on this? Yeah, um, there's got to be something that I'm missing. Really obvious one. I mean, if anything, there's. I mean, there's just also the phenomenon of people taking details from characters' lives and of actors' lives and putting it in there. Um, yeah, there's de- there's one I'm missing about. Um, oh, it's obvious. Basically, the entire character of Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. The oh, about like stuff. furniture and shit. Yeah, that's an obvious one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so we start off in 1990. Gus is playing board grass, which is just him hiding the fact that he is tapping. Um, mm-hmm. So he does a little tapping, you know, a little soft shoe. And so uh, then we cut to a car getting pulled from the water, which I'll be honest with you, not the way you want to go. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's pretty brutal. I don't know. I, I don't think I. I'm not saying there's not there are worse ways to go, but it's not a good way to go. No, I mean, what's a good way to go? Uh, peacefully in your sleep. Uh, you know, that's one. That's that's one and the only one. Like that, and like I guess depending on what you think about it ethically, like assisted suicide. <laughs> okay, this got way dark. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I, um. Yeah. Anyway, so we cut. So if someone's getting pulled out, and uh, what, if like, what if you get like rocket launched? That'd be pretty funny. Like, are we talking like uh, the bad guy in True Lies, like that type of thing? <laughs> uh, no, not like that. Like, literally, you're just like someone like fucking is on a rooftop and just fucking oh, rocket, rocket launches like you. That I feel like actually would be pretty bad because be like bad, no, it'd be pretty. I think. Think about it. Is I think with explosions. I think you don't really die instantly unless like it hits you in the head. 
Because like I, you can like I think I'm you'll live sure for a couple you of seconds. You get like fucking obliterated. No, because like they say like I mean you don't want to show the movies, but like if you get like kill from like the stomach down, your body stays alive for like thirty seconds, and that thirty seconds is not good. No, for sure. I'm just saying, like, okay, like, literally, if, like, you're standing, like, outside yeah, I mean, of the yeah, apartment, yeah, it, and they hit not, you, like, right at your feet, like, you're... Yeah, it's above, it's, it's, it's in the top 50 percentile, like, it's definitely better than the average death, I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these things you discuss, I, I, you know me, I've never, um, will shy away from a topic like this, I think it's important we discuss this. You know why? Because almost all of us are gonna die relatively normally. <laughs> Like, if odds are, we're going to die in a hospital or in some type of hospice care, hopefully. Um, you know. Yeah, hopefully anyway. not. Uh, what, 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 would you prefer to die by rocket launcher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. It wouldn't be like, I wouldn't have people wiping my ass and shit. Like, you know. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. I'm glad to know. I'm, that's always where my mind goes to, is like with the poop. It's like, I, I, I don't mind being weighted on hand and foot, but I need to wipe my own ass. Um, yeah, that's anyway. when it's like, it's really over. Yeah. Go on. So. So, uh, Lassie's treating Jules like shit because she just got back. Um, he would take the case. Uh, and, um, you know, Sean and Gus show up. They're kind of hanging in the background. Lassie looks at this person. Um, it's a missing person's car. Uh, the woman's name is Desiree Blake. And Lassie assumes that since it rained a lot last night, she must have went off the road into the, um, into the water and drowned. Sean looks at the car and he sees that the mirror is a little weird and that there's a marking on her foot. Um, and so that leads Sean to say his classic line. I mean, this is what both Monk and Psych have in common. Whenever there's a thing that looks like an accident, what do they say? It's a motor. Um, and, you know, what, how many times, how many times over the course of Monk was it actually not a murder? I don't think it was it ever. I think it probably was at least once I mean, or twice. It depends. I mean,. I would say Mr. Monk and the dog, I guess, is technically a murder, but that one wasn't supposed, like, it was an accident, sort of. It was kind of like a, she pushed her and she slipped and fell. But that's the only one that comes to mind. Um, and that might just be because I'm sympathetic to Wallace Langham. Um, but anyway, so they have to ask for uh, Henry's permission to be on the case. And, um, you know. Wait, is Wallace Langham, like, a billionaire in that episode? No, he's pretty rich. He's not a, I mean, he's a billionaire in the social network. But uh, he plays Peter Thiel on that. Um, but I think he's a rich guy, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there, there's the great line of, I'd be lying if I said Val Kilmer still looks like Val Kilmer. <laughs> right, yeah. They showed loves Val Kilmer. Um, I mean, think about the age of the people who made it, though. That's the thing. I mean. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, they kind of cut out of the scene. Um, Gus has to leave a little bit earlier because he's got a tap class that he needs to get to. And I don't know why Sean seems so surprised that he's still doing this. Um, mm -hmm. Is it because he's been hiding it from Sean? I Probably. Based, I mean, based on that way Sean reacts. But yeah, Sean's like, you know. But, he's basically but, but I mean, if he's, okay, obviously it's a TV show. But I mean, if he says it so casually, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to tap dance class. Like, why all of a sudden is he good with, like, just saying Great it? question. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a TV show. Yeah. But yeah, we also learned that Sean was DJ Cold Guts, um, which is a fun Great name. name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what's your, I, when what's I, your favorite cold cut? That's a really great question. Um, probably Genoa Salami. Is that probably. the one with all of them shit in it? No, 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 no. That's Mortadella. Genoa Salami oh. is just a type of salami. It's just right. It's like, it's less hard. It's less uh, harsh than hard salami. Um, okay. My least favorite is bologna by far. I think I, I like, like bologna. I like capicola. I basically like any cold cut. 
Uh, but my second favorite, the one I the one I probably have the most, just because it's not red meat, is you ever have the boar's head blazing buffalo chicken? No, I have not. It's re- genuinely, Andre, next time you get, like, if you're around boar's head cold cuts, get some of that. It is so good. It's the, it's, yeah. It's so is good. that a cold cut? Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, like they have d- turkey. It's like that, but it's like spicy chicken in a cold cut. It's not like a traditional cold cut, but it is a cold cut. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. It's honestly really fucking good. Uh, I have it basically like what I'll do a lot of times. I'll do like half turkey, half buffalo chicken, just because like the turkey adds like some body to the sandwich, but the buffalo chicken adds the flavor. Um, I see. And it's all it's all white bologna, meat. So bologna is made from mortadella. It's made no. Well, they have similar processes to be made. Uh, mortadella has like nuts and pistachio stuff in it. I see. I like bologna personally, but you know, I'm, I like, like I said, I like it basically every cold cut. I've never had mortadella, but I'm sure I'd like it. Um, yeah, I love sm- fucking smoked meats, man. Cat- little capicola, little prosciutto. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh my god. Uh, anyway, uh, just a couple of meat smokers hosting a pod. Anyway, so. Um... <laughs> so. Uh... Gus is. Um... Doing the tap class, he's having a lot of fun, and but he gets called out because a coworker's waiting for him. Oh, sorry, we—I don't think we mentioned it, but also Lassie calls out Gus for uh, going right. off to to tap right. dancing, which yes. is what's interesting about this next scene because that coworker that he expects to be Sean is actually Laster, um, mm-hmm. and he's not there just to ask him about the case initially. Initially, he no, actually, not, yeah. yeah, he's actually there because his therapist, um, whose four sessions has elapsed. Uh, suggested that he try something outside of his, you know, usual mm-hmm. uh, routine. And so if Gus can do this, you know, maybe he can. And so, yeah, that's what uh, he asked Gus to get him into the class. And I guess it's pretty easy because they get right in it. Yes, but he's very bad at dancing, but he's clearly I enjoying will say, it. I will say, yes, he is enjoying it. But I think for the amount of people in this class, it's a very tight quarters considering yes. like what they're doing in it. Like yes, he needs a little is. bit more of a space. So he was set yes. up for, for failure. Yes. Uh, but he starts to cramp up, but he has a good time. Um, but he then snaps back into being insecure and is like, I'm quitting, you know? Um, and He's uh, not quitting. Just, He's choosing oh, to not continue. I do love what Gus says of people who carry guns should do what their therapist says. Agreed. And then we get Gus showing him some simple moves, a cramp roll. Um, and, I, you know, Lassie says there is something to this pansy stuff, which, man... Yeah. And he says that was the less offensive version. Where he was gonna say, "Don't want to, don't want." Glad doesn't want to know what the more offensive version was. Was it like pussy? No, I was thinking. Of, I like. Well, I thought that was obvious when I said glad, the gay and oh. lesbian. Uh, uh, I think it would have been pussy. Honestly, that's fair. <laughs> um, when I think pansy, I think homophobia. But um, anyway, I think, so yeah. I mean, two sides of the same coin. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, the stress is melting away. He's doing a little two-step. Um, they do a shuffle, yeah. And so then he remembers that there was a bag of pills in uh, that, that that he was testing. But Gus, of course, is in pharmaceuticals, so he knows what the pills are. They're unmarked. They're like a trial pills. Correct. Yeah, they're, they have a specific shape. And, you know, Lassie wonders, like, how the hell he knows this. And obviously he's completely ambivalent to the fact that Gus has another job that we never see him do mm-hmm. as a pharmaceutical salesman. So, mm-hmm. you know, Gus is showing that he's got a little bit more to offer uh, Lassiter than Sean ever could. So he, you know, he suggests maybe he wants to join the team because, you know, 
Jules has been sidelined for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Previous to this, we saw that uh, Lasseter had told uh, Buzz that he needed some help, you know, picking up some of the slack. Mm-hmm. So looks like maybe Gus can help out on this situation. And yes. it looks like he's considering it while they're walking out the door. But unfortunately, who's there but your boy, Sean Spencer? And what is he there to tell Gus about? Tell me about uh, this down. Uh, KFC is giving away double downs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew I should have wrote that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have a double down? No, I didn't. I, I never did either. Like, it seemed like too yeah, much. Exactly, yeah. And that's a lot for me to say. But yeah, so Lassie doesn't want Sean's help. And Sean is like laughing like, oh, this is so funny. Gus is not going to agree to this. But of course he does. Um, and Gus is like, you're saying I can't solve a case without you? And I do love the exchange of, if we've learned anything over the years, it's you can't do it without me. And Sean says, let's be clear, we have not learned anything over the years. <laughs> yes, yes, I did like that. I wrote that down. Um, so, you know, they both go over this little thing where it's, it's on, on now. It's on. Now it's on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Gus goes off with Lassiter and, um, and they head off to the lab, to a lab. Um, and I don't know how many labs are in Santa Barbara, but they hit the nail on the head because they're the right one. Yes. And um, they find out that the the pills that were found in the car were trial uh, HCG hormone pills. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's a fertility drug. Mm-hmm. So obviously, um, it appears that Desiree was in the process of trying to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and Either Gus- that or she was coming off of an HGH cycle. Remember, Manny Ramirez got popped for that stuff. So. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always so funny when they test positive for a female fertility drug. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 something. Um, so what we what Gus gives us a skinny on is that mm-hmm. um, there. Well, first a lab tech Lily tells us that it was in phase three of the clinical trials, mm-hmm. um, and so while they ask that they need to see the logs of the people in the trial, like Gus basically says that if it's in that phase of, of it's a double trials, blind. It's a double blind. So there's two sets of uh, test administrators. So she's not the only one, even though she claimed that she was the only one yeah. that was in charge of having like logs yes. and, and, and all yeah. this stuff. And so, you know, Lassie and uh, Gus feel like they're working well together. Although Lassie does say thing about how women were any, everything. Um, and uh, catch that. Yeah. And then, but, but of course, Sean is there. He's sneaking around and he is, he apparently is there because he installed a GPS in Gus's phone that also lets him know if he bought condoms, liquor, or glue. Um, and, uh, I do, you know, Lassie zings him. He says, we don't have time to watch you make a snowman out of mashed potatoes. Um, which is something I've never done. I've never done that. I've, of course I've recreated the close encounters with third kind devil's tower scene with mashed potatoes, but never a snowman. I've never seen that movie. Well, you probably should. Cause the next episode references it. <laughs> um, it's also, uh, one of my hottest takes is that, uh, ET is, uh, Steven Spielberg's second best movie about aliens. Um, and Close Encounters is? Number one, yeah. I think it's his best movie. Right? I think it's better than E.T., personally. It's one of my hot takes, though. It's a hot take. Okay, well, I have a hot take because I haven't seen E.T. or Close Encounters. Oh, well. And I'll say the best one is War of the Worlds. <laughs> and War I of the Worlds is pretty great. The man has made a, a couple good movies about aliens. I mean, yeah. um, by the way, if you're doing uh, uh, Love at First Sight Bingo, this is where we extol the virtues of Steven Spielberg as a filmmaker. <laughs> Yeah, we're big. It's just—it's one of those things that it's so obvious people don't say it enough. Anyway, um, but uh, Sean basically comes to the same conclusion as Gus by noticing that the handwriting on the piece of paper is with the right hand, but clearly Lily is a lefty based on the position of everything at her desk. Um, Correct. And so we go to the police station, and we learn that Sean can work on the case according to Henry because they're already hiring Gus, which means they're going to pay Psych directly, and Henry doesn't like the idea of Sean getting paid for doing nothing. 
Right. Which, you know, it's good parenting, um, you know, 30 years too late, but mm-hmm. you know, it's neither here nor there. Uh, so yeah, Sean, uh, Henry wants Sean to get out there and work, but he needs a partner. And obviously mm-hmm. this is where we get the setup of him working mm-hmm. with Juliet on the case mm-hmm. because Juliet's obviously a little bit upset about being sidelined mm-hmm. for Gus. Uh, so they're going to be, they're going to be partners on this case. So mm-hmm. now there's going to be two groups of partners that are on this case. And sure enough, Hijinks will ensue. Can I just say the joke I like where she says she's going to babysit him and he takes issue with that and she says, Sean, what did you do today? Well, I watched him Phineas and Ferb, took a nap, and had a snack. I'm kind of tired again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, but they do a bad pound high five, you know, the turkey, I think they call it. It looks like this. Um, I never never heard that. Yeah, I I think that that might be, and I once again, I never say this, I think that might be a slight age thing. I think that that was a thing that was in my uh, demographic. Um, like did, did awkward turtle, did that, was that around when you were or no? No. See, there are some things. Um, and so, yeah, we learn that they're, they're, they both call Lillian for an interview. They both are interrogating her in a scene. It's pretty funny, but we learned that he was lying. She, she was lying to protect Ben because Ben was sneaking Desiree, his girlfriend, some of the pills under the table. Now I do fucking love the bit. They come, happens twice. I wish it happened more of Gus being like, what? They weren't even married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in sin and all that shit. No, and then, and then Charles like, Gus, it's 2008. It's 2010. That would mean we're at war with the machines. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah. She she says that, and like, I find it really hard to believe that a lab tech would have such shit insurance that wouldn't cover this kind of thing. But yeah. okay, fine. Um. But not only that, she like she speaks very glowingly of Ben. You know, mm-hmm. she says that he was a great boyfriend, and mm-hmm. you know, um, she doesn't seem to believe that Ben could be capable of yeah. any sort of malfeasance. Yes. So they both have the idea of going to Ben, but they have to lie about it. So uh, Lassie and Gus are going to get a cup of coffee. Sean says they're going to do some heavy petting. Um, you know, yeah. which is a bit forward. And so we cut to his house, and uh, they both drive up, and Lassie pins Jules in. They start arguing about who gets to go. And mm-hmm. as they're doing that, Ben drives through um, the garage, door. the garage door uh, and drives away. And so they lost him. Yeah, they lost him. Um, and so, you know, we go back to the police station and Henry is basically scolding them all for, you know, bickering and letting uh, mm-hmm. this guy go get, get away. Um, Cause now there's like a statewide manhunt and he, you know, he'd like to keep his job for at least, you know, till the end of the month. So mm-hmm. most important thing is that they stop bickering and just fucking, you know, sack up and, and mm-hmm. find who did that and find, find Ben. Yes. Yes. So, um, what does he say that, uh, they think about how the car <laughs> belongs. So, um, Lassie and Gus do some tap. They go into like the conference room and start doing some tapping to think about it. And what Lassie remembers is that uh, the car that um, Desiree died in belonged to Ben. So that car must have been a rental car. I also do love, they were living in sin and driving in sin. Um, yeah. And I love that. I also like that. Uh, what's it called? Gus says that, oh, was it a loner? Mm-hmm. And he says, no, it was a rental. <laughs> and uh, Jules and Sean see them tapping and they start making fun of them. You know, uh, what's next? You're singing to hairbrushes, doing beachside Pilates. And then Jules can't hang. Um, and then they do the, they mess up the completing each other's sentences, which I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you, that is a joke that will always make me laugh. Subverting the completing each other's sandwich sentences is always funny to me. Yes, I agree. 
so yeah. you know uh they go back to the lab uh sh- sorry sean and juliet go back to the lab with their hunch shules you could call them by the way shules yes mm-hmm. that was the and, ship that was their ship name oh right okay um and so yeah they're there they they talk to the the i don't Tanya, Tanya, the assistant who is fucking horned up for Sean. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this poor girl, she plays a horned up person in every fucking thing known to man. Minus like when she was a little girl, obviously. I don't remember. Who who is this? Danielle Harris. I'm not familiar. Uh, She played James, like... Oh, right. oh, I mean, I've se- I watched the fucking uh, Halloween movies like a few months ago. How did I forget that? I guess I just didn't recognize her because she's not a child. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's weird because like you watch those movies and then you see the Rob Zombie one, and she's like mm-hmm. naked in it. And you're just like, this is fucking weird, man. Wait, she's in the Rob Zombie ones too, naked? Oh wow. Yes, yes. That's yes. nuts. Shouts to her though. That's you know, uh, one of know. the OG. Uh, well, not OG, but like middle tier scream queens, I guess. Yeah, middle tier scream queen. Like, like, let's not get over. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But anyway. So, um, basically, they, they, their cover is that they're going to sign up to be human guinea pigs, and it's a thing for women, so Jules gets taken away to do it for $20, and uh, I do love the, keep her busy, Gus would turn into smooth Gus, and I'm not hitting on a girl. Why? Does that scare you? Or does it not scare you? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's um, very horned up, minus Jules. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Sean then starts snooping, and he sees some emails from Ben, and from on Ben's computer, basically that Ben sent flowers to desiree saying he was an idiot and then the day after desiree died he sent flowers to a ruth blake saying my deepest apologies yes so obviously uh shules are gonna head over to ruth blake's place mm-hmm. um meanwhile gus and lassiter are at um they go to the rental uh rental car uh what do you call mm-hmm. it? Like a dealer? Not a dealer. Rental car place. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They go there and, you know, Lasseter doesn't make it 30 seconds without insulting the guy behind the counter. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they're there to get the uh, – they ask <coughs> – excuse me. They ask about um, the car, like what, what's the deal with it. And obviously it's late. Um, it hasn't been mm-hmm. returned. And it's, it's been licensed to Ben. I forgot what his last name is. is it- uh, ben Stevens, I think. Ben Stevens. Whatever. And so – that's obviously not great, but you know they ask if there's like anything that they could help and a lowjack, like lowjack yeah. number, and so it's basically a tracking number. Yeah. Um, I don't know if lowjack still exists, but uh, so I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, but but what Gus points out, well, she's Lassie's like he was trying to kill her because they were a common law marriage. She she get half of everything, but what Gus points out is what kind of person who's playing doesn't want to be married is gets his girlfriend, you know, her, uh, fertility pills. Get her pregnant, yeah, yeah. And so there's some animosity there. And then we cut to Sean and Jules at Desiree's mother's place. And he, she does not like Ben. He was a cheating bastard. He was a dog. You know, he, he, she, you could honestly just replace the things that Donald Trump said about Kristen Stewart. And that's what she's saying. Uh, nice pull. Yeah, she, she was not a fan of him. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she doesn't make her, her feelings not known. She's very much convinced mm-hmm. that Ben had something to do with this. Mm-hmm. so you know uh that's kind of where they leave it and mm-hmm. as they're exiting sean proceeds to express his doubts about it not being a murder either mm-hmm. because yeah i mean we've seen it in movies and i'm sure it happens in real life but like it's some real sicko shit to kill someone and then send flowers over to their parents yeah that is some real sicko shit um, yeah yeah uh and so 
you know, Jules is going to go back to the office and do some, uh, goes to graph paper and color pencil that are going to do some extrapolating. And, you know, she's like, who said work's going to be fun? And Sean, of course, says Ron Jeremy, which honestly, I don't think Ron Jeremy, I mean, he had fun probably in the moment, but I don't think his life's been very fun uh, <laughs> on the whole. <laughs> is that pun intended? No, I didn't mean it as a, a pun, but you can take it as such. Um, I'll never not. There's no situation. I can't be giving a eulogy at a funeral and if I accidentally make a pun, whatever. Take it as a pun. Plus, she's shit. also, like, super canceled now. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, really? The man who, like, made being a sexual deviant, his personality's canceled? Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Sean and Gus meet up at the Timberland Hotel. And because they both found Ben. I do love that Sean puts his finger up to his head and it's like, I know you're not psychic. Um, but, yeah, they both snuck away. And they mm-hmm. traced the Lojack, and then Gus traced the, traced the Lojack, and Sean traced Gus. And so mm-hmm. they see Ben, they chase him, they pull him off of the fence. Sorry I'm going a bit fast, it's just one of us has to do some fire walking tonight. Um, yeah. And so uh, Sean introduces himself, and what is the nickname he gives Gus? <laughs> Santonio Holmes. Yes, who of course, for those listening who are not sports fans, was a former wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers and then New York Jets. Um Oh, yeah, he and was on the Jets. I forgot about you're that. You're damn right he was on the Jets. He was the best receiver for the Jets for, like, both years they made the AFC title game with uh, the Sanchez. Um, Who was the best receiver for the Jets before then? Lavernia's goals? Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, there was a gap. Brandon Marshall? No, Brandon Marshall's oh, after. There was a gap. I would say Lavernia's goals was there until, like, 2006, and then in between 2006 and 2010 when Antonio Holmes got there, I would say it was probably Jericho Cotri, or as my dad called him, Jericho Crotchery. Um, Jericho Cotri, that's right. Uh, and with my with Santonio Holmes, because my dad, we don't, my dad has so many nicknames for athletes <laughs> How about that he's Braylon come up with themselves. Braylon <laughs> Edwards also. That we once did a thing where I made a bracket of the top sixty four nicknames my dad used to use, and we voted on them as a, as a family. <laughs> and the one with Santonio Holmes, is he, and every time he caught it, he would just go, "Yo, yo, what up, Holmes?" Which is not funny until you he did it every is like all my dad's bits. It's funny because he would just do it every fucking time. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah. what up, Holmes? Uh, anyway, shouts to Jericho Crotchery, though. That was one of the best ones, Jericho Crotchery. <laughs> so shouts mean. To, shouts to Wayne Trebet. Wayne Crobet, you mean, who was the, Trebet, f- Trebet. the first football jersey I ever had. Um, yeah. Yeah, shouts to Wayne Crobet. Uh, my curse with jerseys, though, is that Wayne Crobet was the first one I ever had. He had to retire like a year later because of concussions. Uh, well, for one Christmas, my parents got my brother a, a Brian Urlacher jersey and me a Tim Couch jersey. Curtis Martin retired shortly after I got his jersey. I had a Brett Favre Jets jersey, and we all know how that turned out. I got a Mark Sanchez Jets jersey the year he started to suck. And then my last jersey I ever got was a Quentin Copels jersey, and he was cut from the Jets after a second year. Jesus, Quentin Copels? You got a jersey of his? You're damn right I did, yeah. You know why? Because I I wanted to break the curse. I'm like, let me get a defensive player. He'll be solid. It won't be controversial. (laughs) You should have gotten the Brickishaw Ferguson one. I should have gotten the Brickishaw Ferguson, but of course I was a fucking idiot. So I truly have not gotten a jersey of any Jets players. I I'm done. It's curse. By the way, anyway. Debrickishaw's top ten first names. It's got to be a hundred percent. One of the best Uber rides I ever had when I was in Jersey is that I had an Uber ride in New Jersey where the guy was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, I actually took Debrickishaw Ferguson. I was his Uber to downtown when he had to resign, sign his retirement papers." Oh wow! Just that guy. Um, that's just a Debrick. Anyway, DeBrick. Uh, so we learned that these the, the two of them were living in sin. Mm-hmm. since they graduated college in 2005. And now uh, 
Sean's like, that was only three years ago. And I was like, I mean, that's a great bit. Uh, and, but basically, common law marriages don't start until seven years. So this was not a common law. Is issue. that a federal thing or is that a California thing? I think it's a California thing. California has very lenient, has very, like, strict divorce laws in that, like, it's very easy to have to give out money, if that makes sense. Um, Actually, so there is no common law marriage in the state of California. There isn't? Then what the hell am I thinking of? I know that California uh, is 50. I know in California, uh, marriage is 50 50 no matter what, unless I like, there's common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I California know, is not a state that recognizes common law marriage. Because I, I did work at a divorce firm for almost a year, which is what I can say now that I don't work there anymore. And uh, California, I know, is one of the states you never want to get divorced in. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you better treat that woman right, Andre. <laughs> uh, you better treat me right. And so, yeah, the, who's going to get the, pod, uh, the podcast? Well, I have the password, so they... No, so, uh, anyway. Um, and so, yeah, Sean's like, I trust me, they'll believe I'm innocent. They'll believe you're innocent. And then Lassie's like, put freeze, you murderous dirtbag, um, which is great. Um, and then yeah. the next thing I think that happens, which I always love, is when Ben's getting taken, it's like, Sean, San Antonio. I always love when people call him by the name. That Correct, him. yes. <laughs> What was the other one? Uh, Luscious Velvet Black or something? That was another one. But the best one is when John Cena is like, and Guy Buttersteps, I just realized that's not your name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, you know, Sean breaks it down to all of them that he doesn't think that that Ben's the killer. And, you know, they both start to talk about what partners are actually like. And that's when Sean and Gus realize that their partnership works for them. Mm-hmm. And so they're going back to their original partnership. Jules and Lassie yeah. are going to do their thing. And what's the first item on the itinerary for Sean and Gus? Uh, hamburgers, mm-hmm. followed yep. by investigating something. No, and free. Then, then, then we free Ben. Then we get Jappa dogs. Yeah. Um, so then they go to see uh, Woody. And this, I feel like, is the first scene where Woody acts like Woody does for the rest of the show, in that where he's my favorite side character. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, he's I love. I, uh, I love. How do I die? Murder gang like a Susan style. We never find your head. You slip in the tub. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're there to to figure out what happened, and so you know, official cause of death. It's drowning. Mm-hmm. Um. But there are some curiosities there, mm-hmm. and like the like what Sean noticed, there's a mark on the ankle, and Woody suggests it looks like almost like freezer burn, mm-hmm. and also. Why would someone that drowned show no signs of a struggle whatsoever? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So that's interesting. And then what's also yeah. interesting is when they leave, Lily is there to post Ben's bail. Yes. Um, uh, Ben's Bailey. Uh, and then much like Lucas Hedges, Ben is back. Yeah. Wait, Ben Bailey is the guy from Cash Cab, right? Cash Cab, yeah. Yeah. It's a TV game show. It takes place right here in my taxi. Yeah. Dude, I really want to be on that show so bad. I mean, everyone wanted to be on Cash Cab. But you've never watched Thirty Rocks. You've never saw when Tracy was on Cash Cab. I no, I've seen that clip. I've seen that clip. That's yes, fucking incredible. <laughs> yes, yes, I've seen the clip. You know, I, I remember when it was in nineteen so is it's uh, nineteen seventy six. They said the Statue of Liberty was going to take her dress off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so, so yeah, so yeah, that's when like uh, you know she had she brought something with her to exonerate Ben, and wait, I don't think we said what it was, right? No, it's proof. It's time. Yeah, basically, it's, a time card. Yeah, it's a time card showing that he was actually working the day of the murder or the day of when she would have been driving off the road or whatever. So we go back to psych headquarters and they start to like kind of go over the facts, what they know. There's three main um, facts. Yes. One, ben, there's a woman who's dead. 
What? <coughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Two, Bandin Killer. And three, Japa Dogs are delicious. And I love... Sean says, Japanese invented the Chinese. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty funny. Um, and so they think about how, you know, he, he was a cheating bastard... And, you know, but they never figured out who it was who he cheated with. And wouldn't that be a motive? The person who he cheated with maybe was jealous of Desiree. Um, and so they're going to uh, see what's up. But before then, a dead surfer just got pulled from the water. And it's no regular surfer. As the bare naked ladies would say, it's Ben. Yeah, it's Ben. Ben's dead. And, you know, Sean seems a little bit upset about it. Obviously, he's not crying. But, you know. They were, like, just on the precipice of exonerating him of a murder, and he's been killed. Yeah. So they go back to meet Woody, and once again, no struggle, cause of death drowning. So very suspicious that it happens twice. Mm-hmm. But Woody would be very stoked if it happens <laughs> the third time. Fucking funny. I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple lines I'm thinking of that come up. Because he, he, he becomes, he's in, like, every other episode eventually. I don't know if it's in this season, but eventually it starts to be that he's, like, in every other episode. Um. And so what Gus says is that he might have, they might have dry drowned. And Sean's like, don't just say things that sound like they make sense. But it's the idea of, oh, was it, you can drown on like methane or anesthesia, like gases you can drown on. And Mm so Sean has a flashback to Tanya, the assistant, saying something about how the, you need to be under anesthesia for the trial. And so they go to the lab and, uh, you know, he's about to get a confession out of Tanya it's like, I got bad news. These are cops. This is Dion De- De- Richmond, who played Bud on The Cosby Show. I looked it up, which is a, obviously a recurring bit that people keep thinking Gus is Bud on The Cosby Show. And, uh, yeah, I see things and I feel things. Do you want to feel what you see? I just love the, I love the way James O'Day says the line, I can't lose with this girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's buying what he's selling. I love, I, do you, I, and then Jules, do you feel no shame? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, uh, you know, she readily admits to the affair, um, mm-hmm. but she tells them that he, they only hooked up once, and after that, he freaked out and like went crawling back to mm-hmm. Desiree, and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, this what's gets- more, she couldn't uh-huh. even do it. Oh yeah, because she doesn't have access to the actual like materials needed yeah. to. You'd have to go to like Devry for that. I did, I did, I did laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they think about they, Sean's looking over. He sees Lily loading something into a freezer. Thinks about the freezer burn. He calls an audible, and uh, he basically, you know, honestly, it's the same plot. It's the same motive as Cloudy with the chance of murder. That she was jealous that he didn't see her. Cloudy with a chance of murder. That's the episode with the weatherman. It's the same. I mean, oh. I. Okay, gotcha. It's the same thing. Uh, it's the woman who never was passed over, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, Lasseter is upset that they're not going to bust Charlotte the Harlot. Um, but, you know, they, they interrogate her and she, you know, admits she cared for him. And, you know, while Sean's going through the theory of the case, Lasseter starts tapping for clarity. Mm-hmm. He's doing the sa- giving the Savion Glover treatment. Correct. And so, yeah, uh, basically, they, you know, she was dry drowned and, uh, a block of dry ice was put in the car to weigh down the pedal to drive her off the road, causing mm-hmm. the freezer burn on the ankle. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, Ben I do love the moment where Sean says dry drowned and Gus says, I taught him that. And Jewel says, trust us. We know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so it's, yeah, so she's guilty. Um, mm-hmm. Ben didn't want her, uh, mm-hmm. so she killed him as well. Yes. So she's sad she stuff. People. Yeah. Yeah. Double murder, not a great way to go. But then we cut to uh, Sean and Jules uh, at a show of some kind, um, and it's a Stars of Tap. And we see the main tap dancer doing some tapping. Then Gus comes up, and there's some good. T- the reason I think that it's good to use talents is like they don't have to fake any of this. There's no like weird angles. It's just Dulé Hill and a full body tapping. I mean, because he's he's on multiple Broadway shows where he's tapped. Um, mm-hmm. Like I would say, uh, Dulé Hill is probably at this moment because musicals are not a big deal anymore. Might be in the top five most famous living tap dancers because no people used to tap all the time. And now who, who the fuck taps? You know? Um, yeah, he literally only knows Savion Glover. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Tap. The only, like, the only time I ever talking in uh, like La La Land. Yeah, he does do slow tapping, but even like he dances. I don't know oh, if like really... Gregory Hines. Oh right, Gregory yes, Hines. No, but Gregory Hines is dead, isn't he? Is he dead? Yeah, Gregory Hines is dead, isn't he? I don't know, man. Maybe. Gregory Hines died in two thousand three. So yes, he's very much. Jesus. Dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but then and then what the nice thing is that there's a group of kids that come out, but they got Lassie up there, and Lassie's doing some tapping with some kids. And as he's up there, he realizes who the West Side Rapist is. So it works. Yep. And now, once again, sorry for the abridged episode, but uh, David Lynch waits for no man. Um, Correct. And so what would you give this up out of 10? Uh, I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. I gave it an eight. I think we just switched up this last time. It was seven. We did the opposite. But yeah, this episode's a fun one. I like the I like honestly the ones where Gus gets to be high status. That's fun to me. Um, uh, and yeah, just some good. It's a simple one. Um, and you know, I I wish that Lassie. I wish there was more follow through with Lassie. They kind of drop the tap thing. I don't. I obviously don't fully drop it, but like it kind of. He doesn't actually really solve anything. He kind of is just tapping in the background. Um, but yeah, yeah, he doesn't really solve anything. Yeah. But Andre, we're going to follow you on Twitter. You can follow me at Andre Pereira. And you can follow me at the J. Christie. Please rate, review, subscribe, share the show with the biggest psych fan in your life, and tune in next time as we talk about not even close encounters. <laughs> <laughs>